Glory to my guru, Shri Krishna Guruji. In the previous episode, we completed through verse 15 of chapter 12. In that, Lord Shri Krishna has shown his compassion once again for Arjuna as he has expounded progressively easier and easier practices to reach him. So we continue the Bhagavad Gita, chapter 12, the Yoga of Devotion. This is chapter 12, verse 16. Lord Shri Krishna is speaking. He who expects nothing, who is both internally and externally pure, is wise and impartial, and has risen above all distractions, and he who renounces the sense of doership in all undertakings, such a devotee of mine, is dear to me. This ends verse 16. To be such a devotee is to live without expectation. It's to be without having desires to be fulfilled. Internal and external purity. How does one have internal and external purity? You can say that internal purity is having absolute faith, having no doubt in God, having complete trust in the Lord. It's to do your duty without having any selfish motives. External purity would be our interactions with the world, to be both witness and the Lord's agent in the world with absolute faith, knowing that all is by his will. To be a wise and impartial devotee is to know the truth about this creation. There is no difference in your family or your neighbor's family. All are God's children. It is his creation and we are only here as participants and should live without judgments. The objects of creation, those are the distractions which we have to rise above. These are sense objects. These are things that we perceive, we see, we feel, we touch, we taste. The devotee does not get carried away by any of these sense objects. So in whichever way that one is to participate in the creation, one has to surrender all fruits of action and doership of action to the Lord. And in doing this, we are dear to the Lord. We continue with verse 17. He who neither rejoices nor hates, nor grieves nor desires, and who renounces both good and evil actions, and is full of devotion, is dear to me. This ends 17. This is equanimity. Of course, we're not robots. Simply by having a human body, we're bound to experience some joys and sorrows. But these need to be reframed in the reality of the truth of this creation. So when we practice doing this over time, we stay closer to the center and we're not being swayed in either direction. If we think of this experience to be like a play full of action and actors, we may still get emotionally swayed, but once it's remembered that it's only a play, our emotions come back to center. Like that, the creation is God's play. And like that, there is nothing within the play to rejoice, to hate or grieve or desire. Nothing is permanent in the play, and the Lord is beyond the play. When we renounce attachment to the actions and actors in the play, we're left with only our devotion to the Lord, and for this, we are dear to the Lord. 
So we continue with verses 18 through 20. He who deals equally with friend and foe and is the same in honor and ignominy, who is alike in heat and cold, pleasure and pain, and other contrary experiences, and is free from attachment. He who takes praise and reproach alike, and is given to contemplation, and is contented with any means of subsistence available, entertaining no sense of ownership and attachment in respect of his dwelling place, and is full of devotion to me, that person is dear to me. Those devotees, however, who partake in a disinterested way of the nectar of pious wisdom set forth above, endowed with faith and solely devoted to me, they are extremely dear to me. This ends verse 20. When we interact with others, just how many judgments do we make? We may think that this one is good and that one is not good. We may never know exactly how we arrived into this particular life. We are not only just the actor in this life, we are the sum of all our actions over many lifetimes. So think about it then. It is also true of others too. This devotee who is dear to the Lord deals equally with friend or foe, knowing that that person is here interacting with them so the two of them can expiate some karmic connection. Friend or foe, there is no difference in this regard. So please take time to contemplate this statement. Can you be steady in the face of contrary experiences? All happens for your own good. This devotee who is dear to the Lord has absolute faith that God always has his best interest at heart. Once again, we hear that those dear to the Lord are free from attachment and engage in contemplation. They are able to think clearly and process clearly the Lord's teachings. Those dear to the Lord are content with that which the Lord has provided. That devotee has no sense of ownership or attachment to the place where he stays. The devotion is said to be the easiest path in that it doesn't require extreme study of religious text. It doesn't even involve great actions or austerities. Yet, it does have its requirements. Sri Krishna Guruji has taught that there are first three Ds. The first D is for dispassion. And dispassion means that you always do your best and are not focused on the results. The second D is detachment. You should not be possessive of people, places, or things. The third is discrimination. And this knowledge of discrimination is knowing the real from the unreal. Most importantly, the devotional path as taught by Sri Krishna Guruji is built on the four pillars of absolute faith, complete surrender, unconditional love, and single-pointed devotion. This devotee, the host of the One Grace podcast, has written about these requirements in a small primer book entitled The Little Spiritual Handbook, Ten Lessons of the Master. You can download a free PDF copy of this book at the One Grace Ashram website. There'll be a link in the show notes. So we'll close this chapter. 
Thus, in the Upanishad sung by the Lord, the science of Brahma, the scripture of Yoga, the dialogue between Sri Krishna and Arjuna, ends the twelfth chapter, entitled The Yoga of Devotion. We have completed chapter 12. The next episode will begin a new chapter, chapter 13, The Yoga of Discrimination Between the Field and the Knower of the Field. Thank you for listening. God bless and lots of love.